Hello, this is Jason Kristoff. This is Podcast 3. It is March 21st, Saturday, uh, 2020. And today we're going to give a little uh, information about the testing for viruses. And so what you have today is you have people you know, in their cars, listening to the radio, they're watching the TV, and they're going to say, Italy has this many cases, and Canada has this many cases, and the U.S. have all these other cases. And we've explained in podcast one that most people are well aware. They have uh, a secondary part of the brain called the subconscious mind, and they're aware that what the person is saying is a lie. And this all goes behind, this all goes on behind the scenes in the subconscious. So the person knows that the government is lying to them and the government always lies to them. And the subconscious keeps this uh, on the back burner because to admit it would jeopardize the safety of the person. And that's what the job of the subconscious mind is. It's, it's there. It's a safety protection mechanism. So the subconscious decides in a millisecond and decides many thousands of times every single day that it's just safer to uh, be weak. It's safer to put your head down. It's safer not to question. It's safer to follow. It's safer to comply. And these are primarily child-based adaptations to life that today, unfortunately, most adults have carried along with them. And again, when the person sees that the TV is telling them that there's, you know, there's say 15 new cases in Italy or even 300 cases in Italy. Uh, I think in Canada now there's 400. They, you know, they know it's just easier. Don't think and just repeat. They don't even know what that really means, nor are they interested. And again, uh, this is for people who are interested and who have transitioned properly from a child to an adult, which is a very minor part of our society today. Most are heavily compliant and it's a lazy way to live too. I mean, that, but that's, that's why it's a child-based adaptation. Children are generally more lazy than, than adults and you know, children want to protect themselves because they're weak. And believing all the statistics without even understanding about the tests is simply a child-based way to to please the bully. And that's the easiest way to please the bully and the, you know, to please the oppressor and to please the tyrant is you you mark yourself as a repeater of the lie to great, to gain favor with the tyrant. So... As soon as someone hears that there's 300 extra coronavirus confirmed cases in Italy, that repeater-based child that is of adult age, but they're acting like a child, they go down to the coffee shop and they spread the liaria around to, you know, to bond with the other scared children and to mark the group as compliant with the tyrannical government so that if it's, it's kind of like the Passover, folks, it's, it's basically a tyrannical force. Like the Passover is a biblical story of God coming around and God is going to kill your children if you don't sort of kill something yourself and smear the blood over the threshold of the door. Great biblical story there. But it has it has a lot to do with what's going on today because what's happening is that there is a tyrannical force. There's this magical 
force in our society that's tyrannical kills and imprisons and the easiest way to have it pass by your door is to repeat the lies of the known liars on the tv and then the government gives you a bow you give the government a bow and then it's on to check the next house to see if they're brave enough to stand up to the tyrant and if you look out today um out in the world today folks you're going to see a lot of adults of adult age sure their driver's license says that they're adults but if you look at the way they behave uh, they cave to the bully in the schoolyard every single day giving up their money to the bully giving up their lunch money willingly and then spinning some sort of altruistic story about how they're the ultimate perfect citizen when they're nothing but a you know they're a scared baby uh sucking their thumb in the corner and you know beyond the the adults who act like children is the testing so for for people who are actually interested who want to learn and just don't want to repeat the lies of the known liars the testing for even many viral diseases will go over the uh, first tests the first type of test which they are not really using for the coronavirus the first test which has all kinds of problems as well is a test for antibodies um and that test will take a bit of your uh, blood and see if you have antibodies to the particular disease. Now, that should be your first red flag because if you test for antibodies, like if you go to the vaccine clinic instead of the virus testing clinic, which are probably different floors on the hospital, if you were to go to the vaccine clinic, if you have antibodies, if you test for antibodies, it's supposed to mean you're immune. So at the vaccine clinic, you look at the walls, you listen to the doctors, which is just, you know, a paid repeater with a compliance certificate. You listen to the nurses um, and they're great people, but they don't really understand what's really going on here. If you listen to the people at the vaccine clinic, they're telling you they're vaccinating you so you can produce antibodies. And then once you produce antibodies, you're immune. You go downstairs to another floor in the hospital where they're testing you for viral infection. And then all of a sudden, in a big magic show that no one seems to be uh, interested in investigating, is somehow when you test for antibodies in the viral clinic, you're sick and that you're infected. It's, it's you know, what it's bl black is white, up is down, left is right. And the average person, again, too afraid, not interested, don't want to question it, do as you're told, act like a child, everything will be fine. Well, if you look out there in the world today, folks, it is not fine because uh, the adults that have come before us have been, like I said, sucking their thumb in the corner because they don't have a backbone. And there's a reason for that too. You can't blame them entirely. They've been psychologically manipulated. But basically, the, the, there's a reason the world's collapsing around us right now is because we don't have enough strong males or you know, females who are interested in what it what it takes to maintain freedom in our society. So the test about the test for let's take one of these tests that are very famous is called the ELISA test. And the first thing people should notice about the ELISA test is that it can test for nine different viruses. And I'm just going to think I'm going to mention three if I can remember. One is HIV, Zika and Lyme. So number one, it's a test that tests for all nine uh, particular um, uh, diseases, uh, viral infections, 
but but how is that science how how exactly does the test determine if you had zika or if you have hiv if it's the exact same test well here here's listen closely to this folks there's paperwork you have to fill out before you take the test and depending on who you are how you live and where you visited that's going to determine if what what disease you have if you happen to you know to rank a positive and again you only rank positive if it's antibodies antibodies means that you're already immune and you could have antibody um, production from 10 years prior and you're still going to test a positive for being infected none of this makes any sense so this ELISA test if you test positive, which again makes no sense because it's testing for antibodies, which means you're already immune to what you're getting tested for. If you said you were out in the forest walking, that's when they'll say, oh, a matter of fact, you know what? We really know what we're doing here. You have Lyme because you were walking. But if you say you were gay, you have HIV. And if you said you were down in South America, you have Zika. So who determines what disease you have? You do, based on what you wrote. Now, is that science? No, it isn't. It's some sort of weaponized device to fan the flames of viral infection that may or may not be there. And it's famous for giving false positives on the same person and, and, and the testing flip-flops between positive and negative, depending on when they take it, how tired they were, what they, had, what they ate before they, they took the test. If they slept well, they can pass it. And then if they were out drinking the night before, they fail it. It doesn't test for anything that has to do for viral infection. And what's even more bizarre, folks, is that the viral theory of disease causation is simply a theory. And many scientists um, and doctors, and I'm going to put one uh, particular doctor in the show notes, Dr. John Bergman, and he's going to explain that there's much historical literature that's hidden from the public to indicate that the viruses are simply there to clean you know, to detox the body. And although they are on the site of the sick person's tissues or damaged tissue or poison tissue, they're actually, there's the cleanup crew. And sure, you can take pictures of them. Um, You can take pictures of these viruses with an electron microscope as simply as you can take pictures of fire trucks putting out every fire in your community. But it doesn't mean the fire truck started the fire, and it certainly doesn't mean the viruses were the things that made you sick. So again, it's it's a lie-based sandwich that most people can't even really put their mouth around. And the problem with lies in our society is that when you get one lie, you have to fortify it with a whole bunch of other lies. And it was, I think it was about 150 or 200 years ago, there was a battle between two two French scientists about who's going to take the world spotlight regarding their theory on what causes disease. And one guy, Antoine Beauchamp, said that um, disease happens in the body naturally when, when, you know, when your nutrition is low. And if your nutrition's high, you're not going to get sick. And Louis Pasteur said, well, 
the humans are weak and they're open for attack and that makes them more scared and the virus can come down and attack you out of nowhere and it doesn't matter what you eat you could eat donuts or cauliflower you're still going to get sick and then of course the of course the world governments had to pick between uh, two philosophies of disease causation one philosophy was the people are in control which means that people are powerful and they learn that what they do affects their destiny or they're going to pick the scientist that says the public are weak they're a sitting duck they need to be protected and here comes the health system coming in like a knight in shining armor with their bottles and needles of poison to save the day so what do you think the corrupt government of the time, which is the same corrupt government of today, what do you think they picked? Of course, they picked the disempowering philosophy, medical philosophy that, you know what, there's an invisible enemy out there and it's only us that can save you and you got to give all your power to us or we won't save you or we can't save you and you're too weak to save yourself. So you can connect the dots from there, folks. Then we go on to the other testing modality, which is the primary testing modality for the uh, coronavirus. It's called PCR, polymerase chain reaction test. And this one is just as faulty as any other tests for viruses, as it doesn't test for specific viruses. It tests for and And have you noticed that these two tests, like this test, the PCR test, it tests for uh, a chain, they're called chain nucleotides. So just picture a whole bunch of marbles on a string and the average virus has 30,000 marbles on the string and each, each marble is called a nucleotide. And the PCR test basically grabs 100 nucleotides out of the chain of 30,000 and then causes it to replicate very ferociously and very in, in an accelerated manner to the point where you can test or you sort of can identify in this mass quantity what the 100 nucleotide chain is. And 100 nucleotides equals, I think, two strands of DNA. And so it's like, you know, trying to find... Uh, a DNA match, but the thing about 100 nucleotides, it's really not that long enough in a virus of 30 nucleotides to really get a firm idea uh, which category or which virus it's from. And it's basically just like a guessing game because there's other viruses that have the same 100 nucleotide sequence in the in the virus library and there's here's the most odd part there's like trillions of viruses that's um i might as well put that link in the in the show notes too that there's trillions of viruses and again uh, those viruses are there to keep us alive and healthy which is the opposite of what we're told you can connect the dots from there and they only have a virus library of sequence nucleotides that are 5,000 viruses inside that databank. So again, folks, the nucleotides are shared between many viruses. And one of the big um, warnings, if you take the PCR test, is to never take the flu vaccine because it always gives you a false positive because the flu vaccine is usually a live virus vaccine, and I could get into how 
dumb that is to start. I mean, you're supposed to be afraid of viruses, but you're injecting them under your skin based on the uh, say-so of uh, known liars. Unbelievable people. And don't forget, it's not really unbelievable that people aren't catching any of these contradictions. It's because they're afraid. They haven't morphed out of their childhood. They are still acting, thinking, and talking like children in order to protect themselves in the schoolyard. Repeat exactly what the bully says, and the bully will pass you by like the Passover. And of course, it never works. You just put off the beatdown, and we're getting a savage beatdown today because no one has stuck up to this historical bully who manipulates us and put puts us through this trauma PTSD mind control every 30 years from fake economic crashes to 9-11 to you know false oil crisis I mean you could go on you could go on and on so none of these <clears throat> tests for to confirm corona are are accurate <clears throat> and even though they're not accurate most most of the confirmation, um, that would, you know, cue the media to say there's 300 more cases in Italy or 20 more cases in Canada. They're simply confirming that through um, respiratory x-ray. So x-ray of the torso, which c can show us that the person has pneumonia. But pneumonia can be caused by funguses, it can cause by bacteria, and it can be caused by viruses all at the same time. So again, in no way is it accurate representation of the coronavirus infection. In number uh, two, as I was talking before in podcast two, you there are a natural rate of death for all country. Now, anybody listening to this can go and confirm that. And in Italy, I think the natural rate of death is about 1,700 to 1,850 natural deaths every single day. And because the children, the, well, the adults that are acting like children, they're told to react to the news report like we live as superheroes and no one dies and we're all immortal. So when you walk up to one of these adult children who are weak and who don't really want to think because that marks them as friend of the bully or friend of the tyrant, they're not interested that 1,850 people die in Italy every single, every, every single day. Okay, 600 and something thousand people die in Italy uh, every year. And no one is you know, no one's really interested in if the death rate is increased. And of course, it increases a lot more in the winter months than the summer months, because again, we're, we're light beings. We uh, take in energy from the sunlight. And when the sun is down, we eat the food, which also contains sunlight energy. These are the things people generally aren't aware of. And again, it's really no fault of their own if they really haven't developed into their full adulthood, inside their full adult power, and live at their full adult center, because it's simply easier to wave your hands like a, like a rabid chicken, beat those wings, 
and and really act terrified because that that the child knows that mimicking what the bully wants is how you gain favor and score points with the bully so if you if you go out to, to, in the world today, that's what you're going to be seeing. You're not going to be seeing anybody really interested that the that the tests are very inaccurate, and they're not even really applying those tests. They're just basically anybody that comes in to the hospital during this epidemic declaration are instantly diagnosed as having the coronavirus, even if there's no testing done and of course because of the of the epidemic they're trying to put everybody on respirators whether they need them uh, or not everybody's dressed in a hazmat suit and then of course the coronavirus victims are which they're not they're just regular people who are sick and italy even uh, reported three days ago that 99% of the people that have died from the coronavirus had a underlying health ailment. Uh, 50% had three confirmed diseases or more, and the vast majority were very, very old. So basically just regular people dying of regular things at the regular frequency. And if there is 1,850 deaths in Italy every single day, and if if it goes to 3000 yeah for sure we got a problem definitely a problem but if you go and see the death rates even in this epidemic period you're going to see is there's no increase in death rates whatsoever the government is lying to you the media is lying to you and everybody all the elites all the companies that are going to benefit from this they're all in on it in regards to fanning the flames and trying to trick the people into demanding lesser freedoms, uh, lesser rights, lesser monetary, like just lesser everything, just make them more like slaves, because that's what slavery is, folks. It's the inability to control your day. And right now, no one is controlling their day. The government's trying to give us money for not going to work, which simply means um, we don't control our income. They do which again is slavery. I can control my income and go out and work in the world. That's how I control it. And you see a lot of these adult children demanding that the government do this and government do that. How about the government stop lying? But that would take a courage, folks. That would take a real adult to call out the fact that, you know, we're being ruled by bullies. The schoolyard bully is a real sort of effect here on planet Earth. And there's only one way to stop the bully is to put your fist to its chin, knock it right out, and put the PTSD back into them that they've been putting into you for the past thousand years and tell them, you dare get up, we're going to have a problem and a bigger beatdown from us will occur. There's not a lot of uh, people in the positions of power. They do have a goon squad that they've been building up over the past hundred years. People have been trying to warn the average uh, the average person that all this uh, militarization of the police forces and big massive increases in government employment. This is this is what happens when a society is weak. It's just like um, a dead carcass on the side of the road. The maggots come. And the flies come and, you know, it's not like, again, the flies or the maggots killed, killed, <laughs> killed, the, uh, killed the carcass. 
um, they just they just arrive naturally, just like the viruses arrive naturally. They're the nature's cr- cleanup crew, and it looks like nature's here to clean us up a bit too, to to maybe even decompose the adult children back into the ground because they're too weak to stand up to the tyrant. I hope everybody enjoyed today's podcast. This is podcast number three. Thank you for listening. Have a great day.